Music has always been a medium of creative expression, and with record labels locking down artists and their creativity, many artists have opted to go independent. But with NFTs, there is even greater potential for someone to really explore their full creativity without being locked down. This has been an area that I've always been interested in. However, I noticed that Billboard recently started to track the top NFT music sales. So today we're going to go over the top 10 music NFTs from February. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Now, I must say that Billboard is tracking a very Ethereum-heavy list. However, it's pretty exciting that Billboard has started tracking the top 10 music NFTs for the month. And what's even more interesting, there's a wide array of genres. This is not just one particular sector, like, say, hip-hop, who's used to having mixtapes and what have you, but literally everything is covered. We have country, hip-hop, electro, rock, pop, you name it. So number one is Rihanna, Better Have My Money. Now, this is an interesting one because this was actually not released directly by Rihanna. This was released by one of the producers. And the whole utility for this was that that producer's share of royalties from streaming would be put into a pot and shared up amongst all these people that own the NFT. So that stirred a little bit of controversy in itself because, of course, this wasn't Rihanna putting this out. And it was put out right ahead of the Super Bowl. So, of course, it got a lot of publicity. It got a lot of pump. There were flips and so forth. And when you do the math, actually, the percentage of share that the royalties generate for that individual, that producer, the people that are actually buying this thing and getting into this is obviously not for the return on investment as far as holding that because the streaming royalties aren't going to pay this thing off very quickly. However, just the nostalgia of that song, of course, if they're a big Rihanna fan, she is a worldwide superstar. So people that are buying into this are probably not buying this for mathematical reasons. However, it is very popular and it was number one. Number two is Violetta Zeroni. She had her second drop, and I covered her as far as speaking about the moonshots. This was something that came out, and this is her second drop called Another Life. It's an EP, and it sold out. It did very well. 5,500 of these sold. And although she has been making music for a long time, at this point, we pretty much claim her as a Web3 native. I've seen her and been in countless Twitter spaces with her, spoken on stage with her and what have you. So she's a very cool person. And what she's doing here, a lot of times you'll see her show up with Sammy, who's also on this list, but I'll get to him later. So it's exciting to see that she came back with a follow-up album, if you will, this EP, and it has done very well. Number three... Kids of the Apocalypse. Now, this is a Solana project, so it's exciting to see that this is not entirely ETH-dominated. Of course, the majority of them are ETH, but this one is on Solana. And it says this has been years in the making. This is a graphic novel style of animation and art and what have you. I guess you would classify this as electronic music or dance music. But again, it's just great to see a Solana project on this list. Number four is MyFi Studios, which actually has two NFTs. It is the Wind Tunnels and the Circles Are Bad. Now, the interesting thing with this is something that I was playing with. I had a fun time doing this. They actually are interactive NFTs. You can actually go on them. And Wind Tunnels is a series of song playing over a wind rushing sound. However, as you move the mouse around on the NFT, if you go to the marketplace on OpenSea, depending where you have the mouse within the image, you can definitely see that the volume goes up and down and it also speeds up. So I was playing around with this. I'm not exactly sure if we'll do the exact same thing with mobile, I didn't test that before I started recording this, but I was doing this on a computer. And when you're moving around the mouse, it is just really cool to actually interact with the various tracks and then seeing it go up and down the volume and everything. So I think that was something I've never seen before. And that was an interesting concept. 
Then the second one that they also had, which is in this, is Circles Are Bad. This is another interactive one. You can go right there on the marketplace and it's basically a beat machine. You pick the instruments and the sounds that you want and then you click on that grid to see when the actual patterns are. So if you're interested in seeing either of these interacting, I'm going to release a screenshot of me playing with these. I called it window shopping on OpenSea. I'm going to put it on my Twitter feed. So along with this article, I'll be sure to link that video, the tweet for that, so you can check it out. It was really fun to play with. Number five is the Shilly Access Pass, again, on Ethereum. This is kind of interesting because this was incubated by Warner Music NFT. Of course, these big record labels, they have to try to get into this and what have you. So, of course, they partnered with the apes, right? It just makes sense. But this Music Pass is going to give access to its holders to future drops and so forth and gives the holders the opportunity to work on music with Shilly. So that could be very interesting. Number six is another Board Ape collaboration. Now, this one is kind of interesting. This is the Spotify playlist pass, the Kingship pass. And this is, again, in collaboration with Basie. So with this, I would say is the most expensive playlist ever. Now, I don't know exactly who minted this thing or whatever, but hooray, good for them. I think 0.19 ETH for a playlist access just seemed a little expensive to me, but hey, it made the chart. Number seven, Snoop's drop on Sound.xyz. Now, this drop didn't break his 10,000 Sound.xyz record. However, I thought it was just very interesting that this thing sold for 0.1. Now, when you actually look at it, it is a 40-minute track. So basically, it is a mixtape. And if you're familiar with hip-hop and everything, mixtapes, we used to get those on the street. Sometimes they were free. Artists were just trying to make their name. Or in the case of like Master P and a lot of these guys, that's literally how they built their empires, selling mixtapes out of the back of cars. G-Unit with 50 Cent and his whole crew, that is how they hit the map. But this is basically a mixtape that came to Web3 in the form of NFT. It's a 40-minute track. Production value is pretty good and what have you. Of course, it is Snoop, major artist, a lot of collaborations and so forth that goes into this thing. But I just thought it was just very interesting that at the price point of 0.1, Snoop basically sold 2,000 mixtapes. Pretty interesting. Number eight, Sammy Ariaga with Metagirl Remix. And I covered that on episode number 434. It is a follow-up and a remix to the original Metagirl, but this one featuring Nessie the Rilla. And I thought his verse was just amazing. We were trying to set the record for that. Unfortunately, we didn't pass Snoop's 10,000. However, we broke 5,000. So it was exciting to see that independent artist pushing to try to pass a Snoop Dogg record. Number nine was Taicho, The Science of Patterns. I'm not exactly familiar with this one, but is an electronic producer. This EP actually came out 20 years ago, so I guess it was repurposed and packaged as an NFT and re-released, so that's kind of interesting to see. And rounding out the top 10 is WVRPS Sound, which I gotta say looks pretty cool. It is generative art. The characters and everything actually looks like a PFP that I would rock. I love the colors, the bright flashiness, very tropical vibes. But also what was interesting is this music is also generative. So this is probably one that I might even just dive into separately on a separate episode because I just think it's just very cool the fact that it was generative art and also generative music. And it's like how it looks. I'm going to have to dive a little bit more into that, research that one. But the main reason why I want to highlight this is the fact that Billboard, who has been tracking music sales as long as I've been alive, is now tracking music NFT sales. And I think that's just very interesting and is an evolution of the industry. But then it's also cool to see some old hats like Snoop that are in this and basically evolving mixtapes with Death Row NFTs. I remember being a kid, seeing him launch, coming out on Death Row Records. Now Death Row is a Web3 company releasing NFT mixtapes. It's just absolutely mind-blowing to me. Everything comes full circle. Really excited and happy to see that. And as a side note, after purchasing Death Row Records recently, he vowed to go into the metaverse and everything, but also their original classic catalog is now streaming. Snoop just announced that the other day. I thought that was just very cool. But anyways, 
Music NFTs has a lot of potential going forward, and I can't wait to see where this goes. I'll leave the link to this article and, of course, those videos, like I said, of me browsing around and window shopping, playing with some of these. That will be in the show notes. But if there are any music NFTs that I should take a look at that you absolutely love, have been supporting, you own, please feel free to tag me on Twitter, share it with me. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.